Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, it is the Redmen Podcast. We are back for another Redmen Podcast in Merseyside Derby Week. I am Paul Machen, Sam Walker and Steve Hall join me for this one. What a time to be alive. Um, everyone's all firmly snuggied up in their in their hoodies for today, although Steve has returned to shorts. The world will be pleased to know. Yeah, you, can, you guys unfortunately watching and the glass covers the the, the goods. I know. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot of debates about how horrendous the grass looks on this set. It is. It will go in the new year when we can get our heads around that. But um, yeah. it, it, it's you know it, it is hiding. It's whether you like legs or not because you're getting legs from state all year round. Yeah, pretty much. I've got a rule. I wear shorts unless it's below zero. Like yeah. yesterday, I wore jeans and because it was fucking freezing and I, I didn't like it. Like. Calf construction. No, like, yeah, it was more like you know my leg. They <laughs> <laughs> deserve to be free. So yeah. if you get in the car, right, if you leave the house and it's zero... I'll go back in and get it. And you go back in the car and it's minus one, oh, better go in. It's, yeah. If you've got a DH car... Honest, yeah, that's, it's generally... It's generally, I look, out the, I look out and if I can see ice, then I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, sometimes I even have a, I like a, a spare pair of jeans in the boot. Oh, okay. So I could leave in, I could leave in shorts. Stink. And just throw, honest, no, they don't stink. I've washed them, I've wear them. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't just leave them. Exactly, but how long did you just sit in the car for? <laughs> it, could, it could be a while. 364 days. No, a because obviously I know, I know, I know, I know circa April to October, I'm, I'm generally all right. Oh, you got to clean then. You got to go yeah, yeah. in the yeah. yeah. You bring the stick there to get Got one of them little tree, yellow trees, right? That you can see your car in the back. Shoved into yeah. the back pocket. So if you see me on jeans, if you see me on jeans on many of the shows, I've probably put them on. Yeah. Like an hour before about the house. <laughs> nice. but yeah so yeah I am sorry for, sorry no one can see the legs but the legs are awesome trust yeah, me top notch top notch um, right so let's get into some kick off <laughs> <laughs> show, I know, right? we're going to be talking Ballon d'Or uh, a little later on we'll be talking as you said Derby as well of course uh, all of this kind of links in to be perfectly honest and largely it links into the Ballon d'Or um, but the first one there's a bit we get criticised for doing like post Jürgen Klopp content because life's miserable enough but Everybody asked about the Ballon d'Or, so we had not like we literally it was slim pickings in the questions. We put a tweet out. Normally, it's like a Monday, late Monday, but generally, sometimes Ross doesn't do his job right, and it's a Tuesday morning <laughs> uh, where it goes out where we ask for your questions for this. So please, next week, just keep your eyes on at the Redmen TV Twitter account um, and get better questions in. Uh, Craig in Kent asks of the big European clubs on the continent, which club do you think would appeal to Klopp to manage next? 
next post his Liverpool career. Brackets, which of course you, which won't happen as he will stay at LFC forever. That's what uh, good. <laughs> nice, nice to caveat to there, Craig. I, I'm really not sure. Hmm. Is there an obvious answer that I'm just because everyone goes? I think the obvious answer is everyone goes Bayern Munich. But I don't think Klopp would want well, to manage he, Bayern he, Munich. Or they'll be laughed, didn't he? When he told that Bayern Munich had lost one time. And like, put that again, listen. <laughs> but, but that again, Rafa Benitez manages Everton now. So yeah, who knows, yeah, how, who knows yeah. how, how things play out. Um, I could see him going back to Dortmund. I, I wouldn't be yeah. hugely shocked if that happened. That's probably that's the only one that really... Because like I say, give, again, who knows? Because people change. And like money gets put in front of you and chance to win. So listen, I, don't, I, I can't see him being happy at PSG, Real Madrid. Barcelona, I just can't see any of those. Um, could he? Could he fancy Italy? Maybe I could maybe see Barcelona. I could see a little Barca. bit more. They're a bit more. It's more to them, isn't there, yeah. than like Real Madrid or PSG. It's more than a club thing. But that. if you look at what Pep did with them, where where he took over a good side that had, was it a couple of years after he won the European Cup, he took over. They needed a bit of a rebuild. And he brought all the young players in. You can kind of see Klopp yep. doing that, kind of implementing his own style like Pep did. You know what I mean? It's creating that. But are they going to be anything? Are they going to be a fun project in two years' time? I mean, actually, may, maybe. But it, it's it's this thing. Sorry, Sam. But is that it's a bit like how they say you can't go back in like life. Some people can't go back in lifestyle. Like having mm-hmm. been there and had what you want. Do you? Would you want to go back to like a a place where you've got a star from? Mm, they're kind of doing scratch. that now, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So I suppose. I mean, it depends how well Xavi does. If he if he stays there, you can imagine him staying there as well, can't you? Doing well, yeah. sort of bringing the young players through, getting rid of some of the players that talk about getting rid of. I don't know, it's a tricky one. You're right with Dortmund as well, but then do you want to go backwards? You've kind of done that. Do you want to go back on your career? It's also his age. Well, I don't know how old Klopp is. He's in his 50s, is he? I question. Um, so if he does do till at least the end of his contract, but how old is he going to be? Does he want to have a bit of time off? 54. Somewhere in Italy might, might suit him where he can go in there and pick up a club that. that Roma could be a good yeah. I could see something again. Like Even the- Milan. Yeah, yeah. Mate, you know what? I think... Ooh, AC Milan. Possibly. Like a rebuild of a giant, maybe. Or, listen, I, I don't think he will... I think his next job will be... He'll have Liverpool. If he takes his break, he will. I, I think he'll extend his contract, by the way. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he'll extend the contract. And then after that, maybe five years, when he's 60-odd, he might just take the Germany job. Have a few years at the Germany job and then jib it in. He doesn't, look like, he doesn't seem to be a fella... Alan Roy Hodgson, who wants to be managing 70s, 80s. Yeah. Klopp seems like he loves life more than that. I think he, I, I do think, I don't think he's not, I don't think he's going to leave. Everyone's worried that he's going to go at the end of this contract. I think he'll give, I, I think he'll get one more for this reason that we're having now because he'll look around and go, it's hard to take six months off. Where am I going here? Because yeah. everything is either corporate, global, state owned, congl- massive, giant things. I, I don't, I don't think he fancies that. I don't really want to be too far behind those. Like I'm almost in the perfect position because again, I don't think he wants the the state-owned stuff, and I don't think he wants to be shit. He's also one of those guys who's going to be. We had this chat a few months ago about how like you're a long time retired, and like you're a lot, you know, you, you can make bad decisions in that. Like I mean, Kenny Dalglish famously was totally burned out after Hillsborough yeah. and with Liverpool and whatever, and needed a, a rest, but got. I think something he said like a month a month later, he was like, I was ready to come back. But I, I couldn't. Yeah. I, I was gone. He's the kind of guy that we were joking about, and I feel, I feel like this sometimes. But I look around my house and I go like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to be that guy who potters around the house and fixes things and like repair? Oh, I'll repair that gutter and I'll go and do this. I'll do some gardening. But then we were locked down for six months. I did none of it because it's clearly <laughs> not my. It's not my bag at all. Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law did a lot of work in that time. Yeah, on there, I was like, um, but the. Um, 
And I wonder whether he's that kind of guy, you're right, he'll go, oh, yeah, oh, I've got this idea, oh, I'm going to be sitting around, and he'll, he'll just get bored. I think he's so hyperactive yeah. that he would, like, like the Germany job, I think he would be really I do, I've never bored. said he'd take that. See, know? I think he would, because I think he would just like going to match. Like, yeah. I, I, I just think he'd like to go around Germany. And just enjoy going around. But you reckon that's it? age sixty? Though? Yeah, yeah. So like, like you that's, said, yeah, yeah. maybe a bit more. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm, I think he's staying after. I don't think yeah. he goes. It was a well, two years time. I if, think he stands again. If you look at the Premier League, right, right now, I don't think it's ever going to get harder than it's been now. We all know Tuchel's not doing another twelve months at Chelsea. If he's there at the end of twenty twenty three season, wow. You know what I mean? He's broke the mould there because that's the way they work. Yeah. When this system gets found out, they might win a few more trophies. He's gone. The next guy's in. Angles one, whoever it's going to be. Pep's going this year or next. He's already said he's not staying beyond next, but he's, he's, he might even go next summer the way he's fallen out with their fans. And then you look at United. How long is it going to take them? Actually, this could fall very nicely into Klopp into have a, a, a being consistent with Liverpool, continuing what he's doing, and and the landscape of the league kind of goes a bit like that. I think it could happen. It sees what it just sees what his working environments like. Yeah. How what's the how does the squad evolve? What is the next crop? Because again, it's how hard the job becomes. You don't want to be that guy who's like the Steven Gerrard syndrome of your it's all on you again. So you've had it you've had it really good. It's like Gerrard build builds up to two thousand eight, two thousand and nine, and all of a sudden he's got a boss team around him, having been the main shining light, and then that just gets stripped away, and then he. He's got to stay because he's the thing that's holding it all, all together. I don't think he wants that. But sometimes, I've mentioned this before, I did a video on this on my YouTube channel a year ago or six months ago about the crap and uh, you don't notice that happening. It's it's quite, yeah. it, you know, it, it kind of creeps up on you. But no, I I just thought it was interesting. It's a good question in some regards because there's no like, it, I, you're right, like, not like Real Madrid is the, sort of such a well-trodden path, but I can't see that he would be arsed for Real Madrid. He'd, he'd have been there already. I think he, he could have had that job any time in the last seven managers they've sacked. Like, mm-hmm. he could, if he wanted it, he could have just got out of the pool and went. Yeah. The only one that makes sense, really, is Dortmund. And I say maybe Italy. But I just don't but, see why. But the, the AC Milan thing's interesting because you've got the Arrigo Sacchi connection. That's like, he's like his hero, isn't he? Uh, and the idea of kind of following in his footsteps and rebuilding a, a, a Europe, another European And living giant. in Milan, sounds like. And living in Milan would be okay. <laughs> I I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, an, that's a really good question. Now, what do you think? Let us know in the, uh, in the live comments if you're here live on YouTube right now. Uh, or you can just put it in the comments after the fact. Or you can tweet us. Why not? Um, we have another couple of questions that kind of link in to our discussion that will happen post-break. Uh, but uh, Ben Spivey says, uh, can you think of six players better in world football than Mo Salah? See, that's the thing with the Ballon d'Or. It's not, it should be the best player, but it's not. Because I can guarantee you, with every ounce of my fibre, Mo Salah's better at football than Jorginho. I yeah. promise you. Yeah. I promise you. And that might sound wild, I apologise. But honestly, better sentiment than honestly, honestly <laughs> most, there's nothing in the world that Mo Salah doesn't do as well as Jorginho. Honestly, it's absolutely fine. But... That's the thing with a Ballon d'Or. Like it's it's a nonsense narrative-driven award that we're all going to be clamouring for motorway next year. By the yes. way, so, so I'm I'm very much being hypocritical there. But no, listen. Again, it that's the thing. It goes on a year's worth of footy as well, doesn't it? In a year where there was an international tournament and Liverpool didn't win anything, and like as much as like they all like, try to say, if footy players won't have watched every Liverpool game. They'll have just but either watched the Champions League final that Jorginho was in, and they'll have watched the. The Euros, maybe. Well, he won the he won the best award, didn't he? Jorginho, is that? Did he win? Yeah, he the, won Euro, the European best. best. Again, he's not he's not even Chelsea's fair best player. Never mind the fair best player mm. in the world. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing, and it isn't just him, by the way. Like right now, Mokhtar's number one for me, and I think it's Lewandowski and Benzema are probably my top three as it stands this second. Mm. But again, over the course of the year, what I think should have happened actually, 
I think because last year's Ballon d'Or was jibbed off, I think they should have done two. You were voting for the last two years, yeah. And yeah. in which case, it really should have been Robert Lewandowski yes. who won it. Yeah, yeah. But he, and even Messi admits like he got he got the out of that one. He could have even given it. He could have said, "Listen, he still might." Messi is pushing for it. Really, yeah, so. just please let's post hospital. Almost like post hospital. He's not even dead. But, he, <laughs> but it gave, the season dead gave him that award. But no, to, to answer the question, obviously, like most Alisson, I think he's the best player in the world right this second. But the Ballon d'Or isn't a vote of who's the best player in the world right this second. Mm-hmm. It's a Political winning things, it's all a bit messy. It's, it's seasonal, messy. isn't it? Because if you think of when the votes are, it's like October, isn't it? The votes. So you're not going to be voting in October on the season that's just six six to eight games in with international breaks and all that. And they've had friendlies, there's nothing gone on really. Plus, players can start really well, like Pogba getting 25 assists in three games, and he's done nothing since. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I think you're not really going to take that into, into account. So based on last year, where this sick, I think I'll say this, and I'm going to get hammered in the comments here. I think Mo Salah was lucky to get seventh based on last season. He was one of our best players, but we went through hell and he he held in there. But last season, there was definitely seven, ten better players in the world than, than Mo Salah last season. And you've just named three or four of them. And I think Jorginho was better than Salah last season. Over the course of the season, what he achieved is, is consistency across the games. And you've got to take into account what they've won. You can go into a Champions League final against Man City. So they just appeared there, didn't they? Oh, mm-hmm. we're in the final. And he did really well. It's funny though, isn't it? Because again, it's it's it depends what you're judging it on. And you're right, it's why it's a bit of it's a, it's part popularity contest and it's part there's a bit of recency bias thrown in there. Mm. And there's also like the there's the headline photographs. So it's like what when you run through a list of like potential people, it's the photos. It's like you do like if you do a vote on a website, you'd put what you put a photo, representative photo, and then you've got there's Messi with like the Copper America and there's Jorginho with the Champions League and there's Lewandowski with the, uh, with, with the Bundesliga <laughs> and you know and, and so on and so forth watching watching Mo Salah picture when he you know he's just there didn't get top there. goal scorer didn't get top assister yeah. so but, it, when but, you put it in that perspective but to the point Liverpool were top of the league you know we went top of the league around this time last year if we'd carried on like that it's 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 weird and, and also yeah, it pisses me off as well if Bakary Saka sorry scores his penalty yeah, scores his penalty rather, and then the next Italian fella misses his penalty. Jorginho doesn't come to in the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, that's and that's point. got nothing. And he missed his penalty. And he missed his penalty. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with anything he's done. Yeah, it's just that three fellas from England missed the pen. Or like you know, if Pep doesn't shit the bed in the Champions League final, yeah, yeah, George, yeah. That, and that's the point where it's not based on pure talent. It is very narrative driven. Messi, there's been ve- a bit of these from midfielders though, hasn't he? With the with the Ballon d'Or, you know, Modric. Modric. Salah was well better than Modric that year. Like, why did Modric win that? Yeah, it, it, it again, it's it's it is that it's it's a voting thing. I get it. I I've always said I've got no issue with Messi winning the Ballon d'Or every single year because I think he's the best. But. And he had a very good start. He, had, he ended the season all right with Barca. He had a good Copa America again, wins something there, his first international tournament. He's been, he hasn't done anything for PSG. I think he's got a couple of goals. Mm-hmm. He's done not much. But like you say, it's all based on the things. And that's why I think Mo Salah, and we're obviously going to speak about it after the break, is that he's got a great chance for the next summer's one because, again, who knows? If AFCON happens, and who knows where we're at with the world with that, but if AFCON happens, he's got a chance. I think Liverpool probably will win something. Mm-hmm. The World Cup isn't until next winter, so that's disregarded. Yeah, definitely. So there's no World Cup in the middle, because most Salah's not going to win the World Cup. He's going to win the World Cup. But if, if, they, if they win the AFCON and Liverpool win something, then there's, it's, the narrative is written for you yeah. again. He's not going to get diddled out of it by some World Cup where he, he can do as best as he can, but Egypt are never going to win it. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, we'll pick up a little bit on the Salah conversation before I talk about something with you guys. Uh, LFC forever. 
did tweet us and said, uh, what else could Nat Phillips do to win the Ballon d'Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's uh, robbed. It, it, listen, he's, uh, he's probably better than Jorginho or Centre Middleton. Yeah, it's a shame. Poor Nat. I reckon he'd do all right in that Chelsea back three as well, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Honestly, and that, that again, I, I get the joke, but that, that's part of it as well. Like, what the fuck can Mo Salah do to win something when he's looked his round and there's nobody left with all due respect? Like, what, like Joe, that, that's what does, that's what kind of is a bit infuriating about these things. That's, I used to always like the PFA player of the year or the football writer one because like, I didn't agree with it, but they voted Scott Parker once. He had a really good season. West Ham still went down, but he was really, really good. Mm. And that's kind of, that is almost fairer. He's not, he's, listen, he, he should probably shouldn't have won it in hindsight, but you get, you get you know what I mean? I, it, with the risk of falling into the category of bitterness, and I, 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 the, my mask slipping is what I should say, is that I've had, I've seen this with the, with awards. I find it funny that like Redmen's won awards in years when we've done worse things than we've done this year. Mm-hmm. Like we made that Henderson documentary, which I think is the best thing that anyone's made in our medium, but there's no award ceremonies that look at individual content. It comes down to a lot of like, hey, let's have a fan vote or let's pick a, pick, pick a name and we're never going to win them. Because because Robbie is king of, uh, of, social, <laughs> media, of social media, um, but yeah, that, that's you're right. That's why it's a good point actually on that. Well, that uh, yeah, that, just to that, David Ginola won it in '99. Man, you won the treble. It's never been done before. Yeah. So it's either been a balance. Yeah, listen, sh- shit happens. Like I kept, remember when Man City kept not winning it for ages. And <laughs> was like, what are we? We've won it. We keep winning the league. And like Liverpool, Van, we are Sal- lucky Salah in that got regard. it. Salah got it over when City won the league and things like that. So We could do with him winning it just to prove yeah. to everyone that it's possible to win it at Liverpool. That would be a very good thing for, yeah, the, yeah. for the City and for the for the club indeed. Uh, right, uh, we actually don't have a, an habit to go to. I need to talk to you guys at home for a moment, whether you're listening on podcast form or in video. It is the last day of review month. Uh, it is an entire... F- which has got eight odd games worth of coverage pre and post match instant match reactions final words opposition previews we've also got a video that's going out this week exploring derelict Melwood we've got access to Liverpool's former training ground let's go and have a look around and see what condition it's in now uh, which is mad we've got an incredible back catalogue of documentaries and interviews (laughs) and we've got a two part special coming out on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day the 50 greatest Liverpool players of the Premier League era as voted for by you guys as well so if you start your free month you get all of that and more and I mentioned the Henderson 10 documentary series if you haven't checked that out yet all three episodes and every single full in-depth interview that we got including Jürgen Klopp Trent Alexander-Arnold Stephen Gerrard Jamie Carragher and a whole lot more all streaming on Redmen Plus so go to the redmentv.com uh, join up as a club captain there put the code Redmen Plus all one word in there in the discount code box and you get an entire free month to check it out but that code will turn off at midnight Tuesday night so don't sleep on it have a go see how you feel about it all and uh, yeah hopefully get involved with Redmond plus this festive period I've just set Ross's alarm for 11.59 so we know it's just the festive we'll be out walking the office puppy yeah we we need office dog on the show at some point yeah we definitely when it stops when it learns how to control his bladder has it got a name Shenzi Shenzi yeah, but she needs to like be a bit more toilet training and she yeah. can come in the studio. So yeah, if you want to, if you want some more Redman Office puppy content, then check our Instagram account out. Or the as TikTok well. as well. Or the TikTok. There's plenty honestly, there's puppies everywhere. Puppies color. So why 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 Shenzi? Is it like <laughs> it looks like the hyena off Banking. Uh, uh, she very is she's a she's adorable. <laughs> I'm not normally one who's asked about animals, but like it's yeah, the dog's the dog's boss. Yeah. Boss dog. Um right, sound. Um 
Raw copite asked us, which leads us into the topic, just to can pick up where we are, where we were really. Um, what does Salah need to achieve to win the 2022 Ballon d'Or? Uh, and the question for, I guess, for, to kind of kick things off really for this, Steve. Do we feel that that was like the last hurrah of Messi? Now, I, look, I saw you you going to bat for this on 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 Twitter, Sam. So I, I agree. By the way, he still had a, a good season. What Messi. a great analogy, by the way. I like that. Going what? to bat for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows who he's crowded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, um, but I, I, I got a little sense of the messy thing of like, he's probably not going to win it again. So there is something to go, well, he, he did. He finally won Copper America. So we got the international to- trophy that had been like sort of lacking for him. It kind of makes sense to give it to him. We saw the goal 50 thing. He was right up there again, in that Ronaldo was up there again, and that kind of stuff. They're good. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're both dead good for still. They're still. They're not what they were, but they're good. What does Mo Salah need to do? Lippo need to win something. Like, that's just an, it's a narrative award. Lippo need to win something. Um, Robert Lewandowski might need to like get injured. I don't know. Like, like, listen, there's probably a few people there. And again, going back to what we mentioned earlier before, before the ad read there was, they probably owe Lewandowski one. So my worry is the only way that Mozart doesn't win it if he carries on like this. If he carries on playing like this, hey, Liverpool, we will, we will, we will win something. Um, are they, are they thinking we really owe Lewandowski one? Yeah. And that's the only way. And listen, I wouldn't begrudge him. He's brilliant. Karen Benzema's having an amazing season. So there's, there's, there's ways in, uh, that he doesn't win it, but. A good Afcon will help. Uh, winning that would be amazing. Does he captain each? I think he captains each. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. If he's, if he's the man lifting that trophy, if it happens the, the tournament, if Liverpool win uh, one of the big two trophies in May, that's how, that's how Mo Salah wins it. If it like, he scored, he broke the league record and he 32 goals once and didn't win it because we didn't win anything. Mm-hmm. It, is, it, it is about the trophies at the end of the day. Whether people agree with that or not, the Ballon d'Or winners always pretty much won something. Um, so yeah, but like right now, I think he should be the favourite. I haven't looked at the book he's odds on it, and I might do that in a second. But like, as if I was better, like right now, I think he's the he's probably well. It's him and Lewandowski the front runners, aren't they? Is there an issue? I think th- I'm, I'm, I think I'm right in saying this. The African thing sometimes plays against you because you, your vote gets diluted a little bit sometimes, and that's the issue that Mane's got as well. Is that it's harder for Mane to win things because people, a lot of people. We'll just put Mo Salah naturally, naturally ahead of him. I mean, that's an, that's another consideration. I kind of agree with like, pretty much everything they said there, though. Um, Sam, he just needs to. He personally needs to carry on mm. as he is, and trust that the other lads around him continue to perform at this level. Because you're right, he's right. He does need a big. He needs a big shiny silver thing somewhere along along the way to just for that headline. Headline moment and photo. Yeah, without the World Cup or the Euros being on, I think it's going to be down to the Champions League, isn't it? It always has been down to the Champions League. Ronaldo's of all, co- even there's one Ronaldo one night. I convinced Messi got robbed because Ronaldo won the Champions League, and it is what it is. So I think Messi won the Copa del Rey, the and the international tournaments, the Copa America. Then he got most goals and most assists in La Liga, even though Barca were crap. So I think he did deserve it on last season in terms of all round. Sal- Salah for me could win the Afcon. And do what Messi did and still not win it if PSG win the Champions League. Because if PSG win the Champions League, they'll flip a coin between Messi and Mbappe. Mbappe, you've got to shout, he's still scored about 10 goals this season. I think the only way Lewandowski wins it is if he wins the Champions League. Because the problem is with Bayern Munich, is it's like when Ronaldo played for Juventus until last season, really, when, when the mold was broken. Is that you're expected to win the league and expected to score 40 goals because every single player in your team is better than every single player in every single other team, including 
Lowy's still probably better than Haaland. So there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't win every game of football. I think they're already out the cup as well, Bayern. So they can only win the German League and the Champions League this season. So they're probably going to win the German League. So there's going to be nothing normal. Sorry, out of the normal there. Yeah. So he's got to win the Champions League for me. There's no tournament for him to win with Poland. So Salah's got a great chance. But for Liverpool to do it, for me, he's got to win the Champions League or get to the final and do what we did last time. Do you know where he scored 30 odd goals in the league? The PR's there for him now, the Pepsi adverts, you know, he's already a superstar. I Like I said, I believe he was probably fortunate to get seven for him last season, but it shows his PR's there. I think there's a bit of that. I think I think the PR stuff is a massive part of this because Lewandowski does bits and pieces, does it? And again, you know, the point is he'll be doing a lot of it in, in yeah, German, yeah. so, you know, I mean, or, or Pol- you know, Polish, so I'm not, we won't necessarily be as, as privy to it, it won't be in our bubble as, as much. But Salah's doing the right things. He's 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 doing post match interviews, which he never like. He never used to do. They, they have. He's a very private person, and Liverpool have protected him very well over the years. Because I remember even going back to when, when Liverpool were one of the um, Pez teams. Salah was apparently a big Pez player, and Konami were very like confident that they were going to get him as part of like the Liverpool deal because he's just he was an avid player and he'd want to be involved. But they were very keen to like not not throw him to the forefront of stuff. They just wanted to keep him keep him aside but I think he's learned that you've got to be on the cover of magazines and you know, I know look he was times man of the year wasn't he mm-hmm. three years ago or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, but he needs to be he needs to generate headlines and it's the thing of like taking your top off when you celebrate it's a bit Ronaldo-ish remind everyone get people talking about you not just for the goals that you mm-hmm. score do it for your humanitarian things. You know, he was hosting that like Earth Award, wasn't he? And he was all that kind of stuff. I think that's he's he's starting to get the brand right. And again, in a popularity contest, that's a a big I a think, big part. I of think it. that again, we mentioned here that the main thing that he's got in his favour is the no World Cup. Because what would have happened is whoever did well in that World Cup, two you vote what two months later, like Luka Modric got to a final, didn't he? Didn't even win it and was the best player. Got the battered in the final, yeah. by the way. And was the, and he was the best player, and he was voted the best player. And obviously, Real Madrid won things. I get it. You know, yeah. We, we, unfortunately, we know very well that they won things that year, but that that helps most case, I think. That, that's and that's you mentioned before what the, the problem. It's not a problem being from Africa, but the, the, but Lewandowski gets this as well from being from Poland. Is that you're probably not going to win a major tournament because you can be the best player in yeah. the world, Alamo Salah, and if there's ten lads around you who aren't. Like there's a couple of Premier League players and a couple of like bits and bits and whatever. Rob Lewandowski with Poland. Poland got some good players, but then they've just got Aston Villa's right back, who's England's seventh choice right back, <laughs> to come and play for them. Because they, you know, there's a there's a talent thing there that really helps Mo's case. That I think no, the World Cup being in December really gives him a good chance. But if the Afcon takes place, he needs to do it. He needs to do well because they Which almost is tough because that Egypt are. They're yeah. not favourites, are they? Yeah, no, they're not, again, he doesn't have to win. Yeah, no, in fact, he probably doesn't have to go far. And that's, that's the thing about it. It is the international tournaments. They, they, you can forget seven months of footy to focus on those four weeks, and they get so much attention. Like, again, what the fuck's Jorginho doing for the, as the third best player in the world? <laughs> like, how's that a thing? Yeah. It's nonsense. It's, he isn't the third best player in Chelsea. He's not even the fifth best player at Chelsea. Sounds, but because Italy do well, and he's, he plays a part, obviously, and then Chelsea do well in the Champions League, he does a part. Like if you ask if you ask Chelsea players now, right, we, we, all your players are going to be put up for like a draft or sale. You have to keep three. You definitely one hundred percent want to keep. Mm. But how many will keep Jorginho? They'd all keep Mendy, Lukaku would be probably one of the shows. Kante's better than Jorginho. Mm. There's, I think, um, 
like Reese James is probably more important at this moment in time. Yeah, so yeah. like that's the, that, and again, ask Italy was Jorginho one of Italy's three best players in that World Cup? I don't know. Like Chiesa was probably the best yeah. player that they had there, and then the centre half, the other midfielder was brilliant. It, it, the wing back before he got yeah. injured was excellent. Yeah. The two centre halves were amazing. All gritty fellas. Well, it, to it, the point on Barella, Barella finishes twenty sixth, and so again, if you talk about the weighting of things, mm. you know, being. The, the European Cup clearly has a massive a massive say in this. I think adding a, adding a, a, an international trophy on top is a that can be a decisive that that's a decisive. That, thing that's a, that's think. a landslide victory which has happened before, hasn't it? Oh, the, Harry, if England won that. Harry Kane. Oh, if England would have won the Euros, Harry Kane would have won that. He well, might have been he'd have been very high up on it. And that's that. And again, he doesn't he doesn't stop Marcus Rashford missing a pen or Jaden Sancho missing yeah. a pen or Saka missing a pen. That's the that's what that's the only frustrating thing. Like about when you put so much narrative into those two weeks or four weeks. It's like, really, Georgie? That, that's the one. I, I, I've I, got no problem. Again, I keep saying this before. Messi winning, it's fine because he's Messi. He's brilliant. I, I would have given it to Lewandowski personally, but again, I'm probably a bit biased. But that's the, that's the only thing that that might hinder Mo Salah is if Egypt have a, a, a poor AFCON and someone else goes and wins it, that, that's what we might I'd, I'd See, I don't think that matters. When Mares, So... In in when Van Dyke won it, right? I'm correct me if I'm wrong here, but I did look this up last night. But when Mar when Mar sorry when Van Dyke should have won it and came second and won the European Player of the Year, didn't he? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Um, Mares had won the Afcon in the summer with Algeria and the English treble, which had never been done before by True, any yeah. team ever, and he finished tenth. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong; he wasn't a forefront player for City. He was the leader for Algeria. But had that been, um. Let's think of a German player or Leroy Sané played really well for for Bayern Munich, won the treble for them, the domestic treble or double, whatever it is, and then gone and won the World Cup and absolutely dominated for Germany. Sorry, the, the Euros for Germany. He would have won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, but because it's Mares, because it's Afcon, it's not seen as as big. But again, it comes down to that PR. If 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 Salah did what Mares did. Even though if Liverpool didn't win the um, the European Cup, I think Salah would win it because that treble and yeah. that and that international as, because of who you are. Yeah, and also, but as pointed out, we are fortunate that Liverpool the Liverpool name actually carries a bit of weight mm-hmm. as well. So being successful for Liverpool is more eye catching than being successful for Manchester City. 100%. Yeah. Um, and winning the European Cup, yeah, helps. Yeah, like City did win it. Like, again, if City yeah. would have won the Champions League last year. I bet Kevin De Bruyne is a little bit higher than he is now. Again, he's probably lucky to be in where he got voted. I by think the way, so, yeah. he wasn't. A, he didn't have a particularly great season. He didn't have a particularly great Euros, but he's he's fucking brilliant. Well, he won so. PFA last year and he didn't have a great season. He's, so that he, just shows yeah. you how it works, doesn't it? He is yeah. brilliant. But yeah, it's it, it, that's the thing, isn't it? The Ballon d'Or in everyone's head is who is the best football player in the world, and it's not. That's not what it mm. is. It, it is far much too much around. It's who had the best season and who's got the best PR and who's, what country you're born in and and. and well, did did your did your team do well? Even though, like, that, that like Mo Salah scored thirty two goals in a season once and didn't finish seventh in the like that. You know what I mean? I think what? he was top three, wasn't yeah, he? That he, year? He, he finished. finished so he finished third, and Manny probably finished fourth once in the. That was the year after, wasn't it? So that, that's the thing is that it's it's all weird. Like mm. it, it, that, that's the thing. That's, I think I think there's a degree to which it's Messi's award. Generally speaking, and you've got to earn it off them, and you've got and <laughs> you've got to just be. It, it's like a, a, it's, there's learning via osmosis. It's like you've just. It's a weird like you just know when someone is. It's just accepted that they're gonna do it, and that's why the eleven the Lewandowski thing's a little bit mad. But you, you'll know. It's like it's why we felt Virgil was robbed because it was just so. Yeah. 
obvious that he he was just the he was just huge. He was he was he was bigger than 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 the sum of his parts. He was bigger than his his role as a centre half in a football team that year, and that yeah. hasn't actually changed. But it was just. It felt right, you know. He had his face on the billboards and all that kind of stuff. He, he really felt like he'd, he'd he'd come of age. That was Salah's on the path to that. Yeah. That was worse than the Modric one, that wasn't it? Because at least Modric won the Champions League. Yeah, Messi won the league. Yeah, uh, the list just for those of you who haven't seen it yet. Uh, joint 29th, Cesar Aspel, Quetan, Luca Modric, Jed Moreno, Ruben Diaz, and Nicolo Barea. Um, 26th, 25th, Phil Foden, 24th, Pedri. That's a bit mad. That's mad. Um, 23, Harry Kane. 21, joint Lautaro Martinez and Bruno Fernandes. 20th, Riyad Mahrez. 19, Mason Mount. 18, Simon Kier. Um, so, so hang on. That's Fernandes pure... above Kane. Uh, yeah, that's Sam, mad. Simon Kier above uh, Ruben Diaz. Yeah. I mean, yeah. about, again, maybe there's some narrative. Well, in there's about, definitely there's the definitely yeah, 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 exactly. Again, see, that's it. It's not about football. That is the game, is it? Yeah, Luis Suarez, 17. Neymar, 16. Sterling, 15. 14. Leonardo Bonucci, 13. Giorgio Chiellini. You can't separate those two fires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're always to get to if they win it. Um, 12, Romelu Lukaku, 11, Erling Haaland, 10, Gigi Donnarumma, 9, Kylian Mbappe, 8, Kev De Bruyne, 7, Mo Salah, 6, Cristiano Ronaldo, 5, N'Golo, <laughs> um, 4, Kai <laughs> Pantema, 3, Giorgino, 2, and 1, Lionel Messi, <laughs> um, there you go, uh, that is that, so yeah, we're on the road we, to we, Salah Ndor 2022. Predict then between the three of us who's going to win it this year? Salah. Liverpool are going to win the European Cup this year and Mohamed Salah. Egypt are going to get knocked... No, I don't think they'll win that either. Egypt are going to get knocked out in the group stages of the, of the <laughs> thing, so he's fit enough to do it for us. Um, supposed to be in January, helps people like to forget about the time they vote. I think... Mo Salah. The worst be. thing that could happen for Mo Salah, by the way, is Sadio Mane winning the AFCON. Because... If Liverpool win something. Yeah, He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. shit. Ooh, double bubble, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he yeah. scored 40 more goals. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go mad here and throw it out there and I think that... Mbappe is going to win it because I think PSG are going to learn a harsh lesson from what happened to Man City and win the European Cup. I don't think. I really want Liverpool to win it. I really, really do. But I just think sometimes, like, yeah, that's just my. Don't don't, like again. If it's, I think if it's not Salah, it'll be Lewandowski because I think the, yeah. I think I think the I think the general Ryan Giggs vibes. The PR has already yeah. very much started. Even in his exceptions, treat Leo Messi. He's like, I'm so sorry, mate. Like, I'm, <laughs> I am so, like I am so sorry about this. You can have it on weekends. Honestly, <laughs> I, I am. I have. I am really. I, I'm almost embarrassed about how bad this is. I'm going to turn the lights on the Eiffel Tower now, but before I do it, I'm just saying so. <laughs> That's what he's done. It was very, yeah, it was almost embarrassing for It's not going to be Neymar, is it, by the way? He's, he's injured now, isn't he? Yeah, done, isn't he? See his foot. Ooh, See you later. Horrible, that. Uh, right, yeah, we're going to chat Merseyside Derby in a moment, uh, but we have got an incredible, not just one competition, but 25 competitions starting on the 1st of December for our incredible Redmen Plus Club Legends. Here's some more details from a wonderful man. Hey guys, Steve here with some excellent news for you. Usually throughout the year, we do a monthly draw for all our amazing Club Legend subscribers. Well, in the month of December, it's the festive period and we're feeling kind, we're feeling giving. So what we're going to be doing every single day from December 1st right up until Christmas Day is a daily draw for all our Club Legend subscribers. We've got some amazing prizes to give away as well. We're going to go through those shortly, but what we're going to do is show you how you guys can make sure your name is in the hat to win some of these 
amazing gifts and prizes. So if you are not a subscriber to Redmen Plus, if you want to go and join now, it's very, very simple. Go to the Redmen TV website. You click the button that says join us. From there, sign up, join as a club legend, either on a monthly subscription or as a yearly subscription, and you guys will automatically be entered into every single one of these prize draws. If you are one of our club captain subscribers and you want to upgrade your account to become a club legend, very, very simple how you do that from the homepage. You click the My Account button and follow the steps there to upgrade again, either a monthly or a yearly subscription. Very, very simple. So what amazing prizes have you got? I hear you ask. Well, let me tell you that. We've got a book from Mona Ember, the Liverpool's head of nutrition. We've got a signed picture of Michael Owen. We've got a Hendo 10 box full of goodies. We've got DVDs. We've got socks. We've got a signed author edition of our Hendo 10 book. We've got a signed medal signed by former Liverpool striker Michael Owen. We've got our new DVD, Let's Talk About Six. We've got calendars. We've got a signed picture from Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson. We've got every single one of our new Christmas sweaters. You can see them behind me here. All of them, they are flying out of the store, but you can get one for free if you enter this draw. And then the big one on Christmas Day, Saving the best to last look at this beauty. It's a framed signed shirt by none other than the king. The king, Sir Kenny Daglish. What a prize that is. And all you guys have to do to be in the draws is be a Club Legend subscriber. So sign up at the Redmen TV as a Club Legend. You'll be in the draw. If you're a club captain now, upgrade your subscription to Club Legend and you too will be in the draw. 25 of these draws will be happening through the month of December. Make sure you're in it. Oh, yeah, well done, Steve. Quick change. That's a very visual gag. Can we um, please pre-record that advert? I am sick of that tinsel <laughs> army now every five minutes. <laughs> Superb. Um, yes, so as mentioned before, it is the last day of a freeview month, but it kicks us into December. Uh, you've got two tiers of subscriptions over there. Club Captain gets you all the content. Club Legend is a bit more like a Patreon for us where you get access to the Club Legend Discord chat and you get free merchandise and you get extra bonus features of you get to be on the Club Legends show as well and all that kind of stuff um, but as an extra extra bonus uh, I get 25 days worth of giveaways so if you want to be in with a chance of winning that start your Club Legends subscription it's £10 a month but so you get this incredible extra a wealth of extra benefits as well to it as well as the full suite of Redman Plus content and 25 boss prizes yeah. good stuff I'm really pleased with the stuff on there I think we've I think there's a chance we've been a bit stupid we do this every year where we normally do like a Christmas hamper giveaway and I always go at the end I go Oh, fuck, I think we've done, I think we've given too much away. <laughs> but like that Kenny Dalglish shirt, like that's those signed shirts that go for like their hundreds. The, the club shop sell them for like three hundred odd quid. We've got the signed Hendo print in there and all kinds. And even this, even I mean, this, there are probably some Michael Owen fans out there still. There's some, um, if nothing else, save it till he dies and sell it. <laughs> 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 Gotta speculate to accumulate, eh? Um, expect that to not up, expect that to come. But it's a, it's a capitalist world, we're all living in it. If you, can't, if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and lastly, as well, we did a video this week, uh, last week, sorry, with Jordan Henderson's dad, Brian Henderson, uh, the raising money uh, for a for cancer treatment and, uh, and diagnosis up, uh, in, up in Sunderland. It was the, the unit that actually saved Jordan's 
dad's life uh, needs some equipment to help better diagnosis or whatever but you can win the signed uh, match worn Henderson shirt from the Man United 5-0 win uh, over Man United at Old Trafford I should say um, watch that video it's on YouTube and there's a link in there to the Just Given and stuff I just thought that that's I think that's the 10th that ends so yeah keep going on that as well anyway loads of stuff to keep you entertained uh, right sound let's talk Merseyside Derby Sam Walker how are you feeling about things the Blue Noses Wednesday night <laughs> Do you know what? Like, it's it's the perfect storm, isn't it? Obviously, what's going on with them at the minute? We don't even need. To, everyone knows the shite. Injuries galore. Can't win a game of football. Got our old manager in charge. But personally, I, I'm looking at the Liverpool side of things first. I like. I think usually we go into the derby confident, but like a bit wary, a bit a bit. Oh, you know, we're not quite sure. You know, not front quite front foot. Are we going to be conservative? But you know, the revenge tour, which keeps hearing you talking about, and we've talked about over the weeks. The Atletico Madrid win was huge. Definitely helped at Old Trafford. You know, that's massive. Um, this last week, you know, the, the way the, the, the players have, have got back fit again, the midfield three, the, you know, Matip having a week off, Robbo back at his best. You're like, it's going to take some serious effort from Everton to, to, to put it into us. You know, the people of doing that. But my, my, my personal opinion is I think we go into that game striding into it with real confidence and wanting to put them to the sword. There's a... You can't help but feel... I remember I've listened to... I felt some Man United fans were talking to me about our pre-Man United build-up show and, and saying how we were talking. It was like, what are you just talking about? How you're going to win, not if you're going to win. And I always worry a little bit about that. But it does feel like if Everton, if Everton are going to get something from this game, like a draw is not inconceivable. And look, we've dropped, mad, we've dropped some mad points this season already, Steve. But it, it, I look at it and in the absence of Dominic Calvert-Lewin, it, it's got like Phil Jagielka Thunderbolt style moments about, you know what I mean? Like it's going to take a moment a moment of madness. It's not going to be a Everton or a better team and Everton play a better brand of football and we go toe to toe and they come out on top. It's going to, that, that's, and that's where you've got to be careful because you could, it's very hard to legislate for that. The only way to legislate for that is just to score goals, yeah. like lots of them. And they went out soldiers in this game last year, didn't they? Um, I know the injury to Van Dyke and Candon, but like Everton give it a go. Well, they've been getting more like that over the last two or three seasons. Give I think. Ever, I think yeah. back, you know, was it Marco Silva's first Anfield derby? Was that the one where Andre Gomez misses that as that one blocked yeah, on the yeah, line? Yeah, and yeah. You know, they gave us a hell of a game that night. They've been getting closer, but it doesn't feel like they no, are. They've gone back again. Yeah, they, and they, 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 again, they, they were on the front foot in that game. Scored a couple of goals. Liverpool obviously get one ruled out at the very end. Like both teams in different places now. Um, we are one of the best teams in Europe, and they're shit, and that's where we're at now. So yeah, it's it that it, it, that's the thing is that the only reason there's any mate, it's it's a derby and mm. what can happen and like that, that and any game blah blah. It's the cliches, but it, it, in every sense of the word, Liverpool are better than them at the moment. Like there was a debate even last season or the season before. You were like, you know, when you do those combined 11s and you could you could feasibly have put three or four Everton players in. It wasn't like, you know, Calvaloon was, was in and Decore might have been in there. There was an argument about Luca Dean, a genuine argument with him and Roberts. Like now it's 11 and the bench is all us as well. Like there's no one. <laughs> it, it is. No, it is though. And because Calvaloon's injured, like I'll, I'll half hear a Decore argument if he's fit because I think he's really good. Yeah, he, he will be fit when he's Yeah, he's playing, play. but I mean, if he's 100%, he wouldn't be in the team, but he'd be on, the be on this bench. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's, there's even a Kelleher pick for debate to have genuinely. So that that's the that's where we're at. Like we're just way better than them. But if so, Liverpool need to go in and do what they did to Arsenal. Like, yeah, we're, we're just better than you. At some point, we're going to score, and we'll keep saying, just just don't be idiots at the other end. 
Like we did against, uh, even against uh, Southampton today, we were idiots at times. Like throw, Trent throwing the ball back to that lad or Thiago trying to dive and head on the edge of his box or like mm. passing to Alisson with no, like that stupid thing. That's the only way Everton win by doing that. Or like you say, just a moment of absolute, like Andros Townsend can score from 40 yards because yeah. we've seen him do it. It's yeah. that type of thing. But if Liverpool play their game, like how are they stopping Jota, Salah, and Mane from scoring two or three goals as a, as a trio. Um, we're getting goals from midfield. We look like we're a bit more of a threat offset plays again with Virgil mm. back. So that's that, that's that's what I'm at with it. it. It'd have to be, it would have to be a freak result for Liverpool not to win. It's that I think you put it before Sam. The revenge tour thing is massive here. You know we've done well on that so far. You know we 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 are we're well up on last season. You know mm. in in, the, in those regards. This is the big one though. Like you know I mean really, I know Atletico was a lingering one from from pre you know the season before as well. This is the one that you can't get away. Mm. I still have nightmares about this game. This game last year and the fact that and it's funny how. If not for that mad VAR decision off Mane that drew the line from Mane's back when he's running away from goal, mm. you, maybe we feel a bit more fondly. Maybe everything's a bit rosy. You don't, you don't, you don't know, of course. But this is the one where it's going to be horrible. Oh yeah, like Goodison Park is going to be horrible. It's going to be nasty, and all that angst and anger and aggression that they actually have towards their own players will be poured down on our players for the bit. And the, and part of the revenge tour is is taking that, withstanding it long enough to push it back onto yeah. the Everton players and the Everton manager. It's interesting because, like last season when we played Everton, we weren't in as good a place as we are. Now. I know we were top. We might have been. At the time. I don't think we, we were. Had, top we were. Time, we were it was only after we beat Spurs. We yeah, yeah. So, so so actually, like you know, we had the Villa, it was the game after the Villa result. When it? it was a bit, we needed to win at Everton to sort of repel ourselves, propel ourselves back up. So, you know, Thiago had only just joined and, and Jota and and scored a goal yet. Richard hasn't done him. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then obviously the Van Dijk thing. But we, we, and we dominated that game. We looked really comfortable. And then obviously they nicked a couple of goals and then what happened at the end of the game. And that was them with their best team out there. They had Rodriguez, who was at the time doing okay for them. They had Gomez, who was sort of back in the tide. Everything was going for Everton and he still scraped a 2-2 and were lucky. I think the, the thing is with, with this game is that Everton, the only way they can get anything from this game is to play like Man United did against Chelsea. And they're going to have two players who aren't as good as Sancho and Rashford on the counter-attack against just as good, if not better, individual defenders or better individually, maybe not as a unit. Like, Gray and Townsend are going to have to literally just play counter-attack and football. Otherwise, what are they going to do? You know, corners, they've got no Yari Mina. He's the guy who causes murder. So I think, like Steve says, it's going to take an absolute freak sort of set of results. I actually think we hammered them. They get a red card and can see the penalty because that's what should have happened in many of these games. You know, Barkley should have been sent off one year. Richarlison got a red, but so should have Pickford last year. What seems to happen with the officials is they go into the derby and they go, oh, this is the derby. You're allowed to kick each other a bit here. And Liverpool are always the team that fall foul of that. Yeah. You know, it used to happen at Anfield when we played Man U. We, you know, Carragher's got away with one, was it Nanny? And, but that's kind of stopped a little bit in those games now. But Everton seems to be allowed to do what they want. So Klopp, I want to see Klopp today actually coming out and saying, you know what, let's look at Pickford last year. Let's look at what, what Cresswell did. Let's look at what was the guy make, on Saturday. Yeah, make them hate make them hate him because you uh, uh, they'll because they'll, there'll be a guaranteed twist. There'll be a wash with Evertonians going about opening old wounds and, mm-hmm. and talking about like the, the mental anguish that Jordan Pickford went through in the in the weeks afterwards <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Like Yeah, my ass. Honestly, like, you know. Um Do you think Virgil sorry, we'll just try and lay one on him off a corner? No. Not 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 like not injuring, but like I wouldn't mind going for fifty fifty with him. Like I don't think I think the player in the past who would have done that, 
I don't think it's in Virgil's well, no, I don't think it's in Virgil's nature. Virgil's the kind of guy, Steve, who'll just go up and score from a header. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that's the that's what that's what he is. I think you've got some footballers who are who need to have a bit of that certainly they need a bit of that. There's footballers who, you know, their moment their moment arrives and it never works for them in their moments sometimes in those regards. Like like Funny, like Steven Gerrard's a bit like that, you know. Like he, Steven Gerrard often projected himself as being ultra cool, but he's also the guy who, who fell over in a post-match interview and he slipped on the tiles. I think it was like looting in the FA Cup, and he, and he literally <laughs> fucking fell <laughs> yeah. off the camera, you know. And and you know, sometimes Virgil feels to me like get a clean sheet, yeah, or score or score a goal, or have a moment where it looks like something's going to happen and square it, and set, you know what yeah. I mean. Like that's the kind of that's the kind of thing. Yeah. But it's a massive game, massive game. Boom. The thing for me about this as well is that we we were talking, we having this debate in the office yesterday. We're rubbish at Goodison. Like we yeah. genuinely, I think we we've been so good against them for so long, mm-hmm. Sam. You know, like, when the fact that you know that was the, that fair, their first derby win in God knows how long last year, but. We feel because of that, like we've got a great record against them in general. We've only won twice in the last mm-hmm. decade. You know, we beat them in 2016 with the with the Mane last the Mane second mo- as well. By the way, yeah. Um, in fact, we had you just both sort of tinted on it. Do you, can you remember what the other win was? Um, in since in this decade, it was two 0 wasn't it? Yes, was it the one I was talking about. Andy Carroll scored. Andy Carroll. Uh, and Luis Suarez. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I remember that game. Yeah. Um, and that was back in 2011. So that was the other, the only other time we'd beaten them mm. at Goodison Park. You know, we beat them in 2016 and 2011. Well, we had draws, like, we drew two all. We had like, I think it's three or four nil nil draws prior to that. Yeah. We had a three, three on all. the spin, yeah. We had a three all as well. And then yeah, Sturridge's yeah. header. That was the year we came second, wasn't it? Sturridge's, yeah, the header. Because Sturridge and Suarez were playing with you. Well, do, do you know what as well? That was the, <laughs> there's the proper history as well. Because the, the season we got 97 points. Points. The last game we dropped points was against Everton away. We we went there and shit the bed. Mm-hmm. They upped it a bit. And we shit the bed. We missed chances. The season we won the league and got ninety nine points. We came back from the lockdown. I know it's not ideal, now, but again we went into that game sort of on the back foot and we didn't go at them and take. And it's Tom Davies doesn't miss a set. They, they yeah, and they win. Yeah, they win yeah, the game. Yeah. And again, it, it, it's avoidable. It's mentality. But for me. This season's different because we've gone to Atletico and won. We've gone and smashed Man United. That Man United win blows everything out the water. We've already beat Chelsea loads of times away. City is just too big a game to even consider a revenge. Sure. But this game is the last game. But it's not as big as hard as Atletico and Man United away. It's not. The crowd's not as big as Atletico and they're not as good as United. Yeah, it's a, You're right. It's like the final fortress of like that we just need to we need to crack and we need to take over just to prove that we can I like that it. it's in, I like that it's just a December night it, like I've got good memories of, of Everton away in winter remember that one when um, we went for 3-0 and I think Crouch scores Cissé scores doesn't he I, I, I was at that one We've, we tend to do well at Goodison when it's a, like an evening game because most derbies are early kickoffs or, or whatever mm. Like the fact yeah. that it's a Wednesday night uh, again on Am- it's on Amazon isn't it yeah. like last time watched the Reds oh, on yeah. last time watched the Reds on Amazon I think it might Against Everton was the five two. I got Michael Silver sack oh, when yeah. like David Origi's running through on his own. Like <laughs> after like a minute, like, what the fuck? Like these are shit. And since then, I've actually Everton. I thought under Ancelotti were on the right path, and they were getting better. And I thought they were good. I, I, I thought they deserved to win an Anfield last season. I know it was a dodgy pen and stuff yeah, in the end, yeah, but yeah. they battered us. I thought they, they more than held their own in that two all. Like, and obviously, again, they got a bit lucky. But now they're just shit. Yeah. I'll go off there, mate. <laughs> it's all popping off. Right, yeah, my phone. Yeah, I don't even. Know. Oh, it's a uh, the wife. It's fine. She's 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 just uh, in shit as well. <laughs> she, 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 she wanted to get that involved. No, but it's like they are they are they are back to being the crap Everton 
who's the fans ate them. They ate the manager. They ate all the players. They're coming over to Clapton at the end of the game and they're getting told to go back in the changing rooms. Like they're in a bad place and there's no one better to rub salt in wounds than us. Like if, if they were playing City today or tomorrow night. They, they all just know that they're going to get beat. You've just got to do the expected thing. And that's yeah. what this Liverpool side's got a lot loads better at doing is with the boss. And they're not like, they're not boss in a fragile way. Like we were a, a bit last season, you know, particularly post Virgil, post Virgil injury. We are, yeah, expectedly boss. We just turn up in big games and win. And, you know, the, you're right, the United one's a watershed moment, I think, that if you can go to that, because that's another one, we horrendous record at Old Trafford. And, you know, not even in like this one where there's draws, you know, we lose games at Old, at old Trafford uh, and should have lost. I mean, and to your point as well, like that old, the last Old Trafford game pre-lockdown where we draw that one because Adam Lallana has to come on and score. We're European champions there. We go on and piss the league. Yeah. And yet we shit the bed at Old Trafford. It would be really nice if we could just go out there and put a put a, a display on and get them get them put to bed. I think we will. By the way, I really think we will. I do. I, I the, do too. The only thing, the only thing, look, thinking about their lineup. Obviously, Richardson was suspended the weekend, uh, pending another suspension after this game. In my opinion, mm. <laughs> um, but their front three uh, are all quite quick players. I think we've just got to be careful. We don't do what we did against West Ham where they pack themselves in really deep with Decore and Allen and, and whoever else plays in the midfield, don't even know who's fit to play there. And he and they played the Gray, Townsend and Richardson. Now we're talking about three subpar players here, but they could spring out. We've just got to be careful. We don't allow them to spring out at us when Trent's basically battering the door down at the end and Robbo yeah. at the other end. Which is what they I mean, this is what they tried to do against Manchester United and they fell down on it being Rondon, didn't they? He had that one where he runs through and it yeah. was like a man running backwards. <laughs> you know, it, you know it, did, it defied physics how he was able to he got slower as was that the city play. game or no and you know they went to Old Trafford yeah. and they and they gave it a go they yeah. really you know they defended deep but they, they kept throwing counter, scored the a counter, goal in the on the yeah. counter at times and yeah remember that, exactly. that's the, and they'll try and do similar the hope is and we had this where we the timing was perfect where we had Atletico Madrid and the, and, and, and Manchester United where we'd gone and played the better version of that if you can overcome if you can score goals against Atletico Madrid I know they're not quite the same but to the point you know they're they're very organised and they've got a bear pit atmosphere and they've got all that kind of stuff going on. If we can, if we can do that, hopefully, I think we've been prepping to come up against low block sides and no one's really played a low block against us in the, in, the, in the same way. I know there's a bit of West Ham, but also West Ham again. I've got then bodies to throw yeah, to, yeah. To, to throw at you as well. It's a, I don't like being cocky about the derby. It makes me feel really uncomfortable inside. Um, yeah, and Klopp's being cocky all the time. He thinks Everton a crap. And, yeah. uh, he, but, and he's going to go there and to be fair he's going to pick his best team and he's going to expect them to win and he should win because man for man we're better team we're better better player the manager's better everything's better about us at the moment like I say it's Everton away and it's a Premier League away game no, it's not going to be easy but it, you can make it very easy they're expecting to lose as well I think which yeah. is a big part of that And it, so it's not going to take it's not like where Brentford expect to lose but they go well who cares because it's a free hit yeah. we're just going to enjoy ourselves and keep going and keep going and keep going like if Everton do that they might be alright and they might actually win some of their fans over to be fair if they keep if they keep slugging away but if we bury them and they think the manager's getting sacked tomorrow there's no coming back if we get to two Probably three, certainly. Hmm. I don't see how there's possibly a way back for them in, in, into that game because the fact, again, that's it. The, the, the vitriol turns. It's not about Liverpool anymore. They play, they play it against themselves. The fans are 
all of a sudden they're they're basically on our side, uh, which is you know mad, isn't it? Um, but yeah, fingers crossed we can uh, we can get that done because I don't need to live in that world. Have you got? I have asked this before. Have you got many blues in your life? Um, only a couple of mates, but one of my mates. In fact, I've got two two good mates. And they're both, one lives in Ireland now, so he's hiding away. He supports some Irish team. He keeps sending out WhatsApp group messages. <laughs> I hope one of the lads is watching to send this to him. But yeah, he's actually a very sensible blue. And one of my other mates, Nick, he's a very sensible blue. The only blues that are in my life that are, that are, that are bitter, they're not in my life. They're just like members of the footy team or cricket club or something like that. But I don't have any any close to me. A couple of cousins, but yeah, I don't really speak to them for anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But I'm quite surrounded by, by Reds. My brother's a Spurs fan. So that's another another story for another day. Yeah, absolutely. Quality <laughs> guys is interesting. Um, Le Chill sends a super chat in. Uh, saying buzzing for twenty twenty four when Jude Bellingham is bossing the midfield and the cops singing "Hey Jude." I'm here for that. <laughs> here for that all day long. Right, right itself that one, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the cop needs to get creative for a song. That that that's it. That's fine. Yeah. It's, it's 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 done. Yeah. No, what minute does Rafa come out then? The song. I, oh my I, god! If we imagine we're five nil up in the eighty fifth minute. And we sing there. If song, we thought Rafa's meme. If we thought the Ollies at the Wheel chant went off for Old Trafford, can you imagine? We've yeah. actually got a proper song for Rafa with verses and all kinds. Yeah. Two. Rafa Benitez. Yeah. Oh my God. We've got a Rafa Benitez songbook. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right there we go, everyone, lads. One, two, three, four. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait for that. There we go. We need money um, to score. We need money Christmas. We need money Christmas, oh, we need money Christmas Everton back yeah, over this winter. Well. The fact that it happened on the 1st of December, we can use it for a good couple of weeks mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah that would be absolutely week. astounding. Yeah, there's so much more to win. Yeah, um, <laughs> more than three more, points. There's more at stake <laughs> yeah. than three points. There's stuff. content to be made and songs yeah. to be sung. <laughs> Next year's Christmas jumpers. A merch to be sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah, that is that is it. Uh, loads of great stuff uh, coming up from us. If you haven't checked the build up show out already, then do do that. More chat around the the ever as well. I'm going to be sitting down with one of the Toffee TV lads today. They're fighting. They're fighting each other currently. Of, of like, who gets the, who gets the honor? Yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, yeah. They're, they're not. Yeah, it's the yeah. opposite. Neither you them, do it. No, you do them. Wants to do it, but I will be dragging one of Basil Peds in front of camera to chat. Merseyside, I mean, that'll be streaming on Redmen Plus. So, yeah, if you want to use the Redmen Plus free month free view code, then you'll get the Oppo preview for that as well as around the league yesterday, which was talking about Norwich, and not Leeds, Leeds, sorry, my lead to Pooh, which is always good fun as well. <laughs> um, the debate show is Wednesday. Um, there is the Jano Insight Show with Neil Jones on Thursday as well, where I'm going to be asking about the Nat Phillips to West Ham links and the Joe Gomez to uh, Aston Villa links as well amongst other things yeah there's loads of amazing stuff and all the documentaries and features and the Melwood video is going out later on this week as well yes anyway thank you gents absolute pleasure fingers crossed we smash the blues everywhere and come back smiling for another Redmen podcast next week all the best